creating an alter ego is actually a form of self-distancing. So if any of you guys have ever been in therapy, obviously I have for many years in my life, it's kind of like how therapists ask you to think about giving advice to yourself like you would give to a best friend, right? You know how you're always nicer to your best friend than you are to yourself? Yes, so we're definitely our biggest critics. What's up, babe? I'm good. What's up with you, babe? No, Mia. That's the name of the show. <laughs> Welcome to Sup, Babe, your one-stop shop for stories, trends, and PSAs so you can live your best life. I'm your host, DJ Rosé, but you can call me Nicole. I'm a serial entrepreneur, fashion lover, and music addict. I'm like Cher from Clueless, but with a little more brains and a little less blonde. And I'm your co-host, Mia. I'm a singing and songwriting fanatic, major nerd, and friend group therapist. I'm like Monica from Friends, but with a few more puns and a little less talent in the kitchen. Today on the show, we're chatting about how your inner alter ego can help you boss up. Hi, Mia. Welcome back to Sup, babe. Hey. Wait, I'm so excited for this episode. I feel like I need to channel an alter ego, and (laughs) I hope that this will help me do that. (laughs) I'm actually so excited for this, too, because I recently saw a couple of different news articles talking about this, and it was such a throwback to the beginning of my DJ career for me, where, like, when I first, you know, when I first created DJ Rosé, she was new and she was nervous and she wasn't ready to play for thousands of people. She needed a pep talk, yeah. you know, before going on for these shows. And so it's funny. It's This is a strategy that I have been employing for years or I used to do a better job at employing. Let's put it that way. Yeah. That I like didn't even realize is apparently a whole psychological process. Wait, I'm excited to talk about it. Do you get nostalgic when you think back to like when you first were creating this persona? Because actually, I was going to say nostalgia, but I was like, oh, my God, I should not abbreviate that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I don't think that like gets abbreviated. (laughs) So it's funny because when I think back on it, it is kind of similar to the whole Beyonce situation where she had her own wardrobe. She had her own makeup look like the makeup was like stage makeup. It was more fierce than I would wear during the day. It was always a red lip. Yeah, she had her own costume. It was always stilettos. Back then it used to be Louboutins until I realized that I would rather die than wear them anymore. If anybody needs a (laughs) pair of heels that they're also going to throw in the back of their closet, let me know. Shoot me a DM. I'll send a pair your way. But yeah, so that was the tactic that I used to employ before going out to perform. And it was almost just habit. It wasn't even something that I mentally thought about. It was just part of my getting ready for the gig process. I would leave myself like an hour Mm -hmm. and a half to like play the song list for the night, right? Get in the mood, do my hair and makeup. I would have time to do that red lip. I would pull out an outfit out of my DJ Rosé closet, which was always sparklier and flirtier and sexier than anything in Nicole's closet, let's be honest. (laughs) Perfect. So I feel like I mean, from what you're telling me, it seems like this sort of ties directly into self-love. So can you tell me like a little bit about how we should all be implementing this? Yeah, for sure. I think that's a great question. I mean, so this is totally part of our self-love series, guys. You've 
probably already heard, we're doing a number of episodes on self-love right now for fall as we go into six, seven months of COVID. We just felt like this was the mood right now. And obviously, a lot of people know about Beyonce's alter ego, Sasha Fierce. But other people have also used this strategy. Adele kind of modeled one after Beyonce. It's called Sasha Carter. I didn't even know that about Adele, by the way. But yeah, you were saying Nicki Minaj did too? Yeah. So Nicki Minaj, I, I guess in the beginning of her career, she had all these alter egos that would actually like make appearances on her albums. And she would dress up as the different alter egos at different red carpet events and I think that's really cool but I think she's also just so eccentric that it's like of course Nicki Minaj would have all these different alter egos you know but I think we don't have to make it as crazy as it sounds for sure you don't have to be a mega celebrity to use this strategy and it's funny because it's actually really humanizing to think that Beyonce Adele Nicki Minaj all needed a confidence boost right yep yeah I mean yeah they're performing for more people than you know, we are giving a speech to a few hundred people or presenting in your class or whatever, you know, get presenting on your Zoom meeting to your colleague. Mm -hmm. Sure, maybe it's not as much pressure as like, you know, the Grammys. (laughs) Right. They're performing. I get that. But it's still an interesting strategy that the average girl can benefit from. It's almost like creating a character in a second reality and just stepping into it and building your routine like I did with DJ Rosé that allows you to show up as your alter ego. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So like, what do you use this for, right? I mean, that's probably what some people are thinking. Like, what's an example that somebody who's not in a performance type of career, although I will say this, probably every career is a performance career in some way, shape or form. But why would you use it, right? So couple of reasons. One, facing fears. Someone said the other day, actually, someone, my friend Chris on another podcast mentioned that we're in a pandemic of fear right now. And I think that's so true. It's totally bleeding into our personal lives and creating more fear about everything, even things we wouldn't typically notice any fear around. Yeah. So you can use this strategy to face fears and you can use this strategy to boss up, to take things to the next level. That point is so important. I think it doesn't need to be this big drastic change. You don't have to become someone else. You can just become a different version of yourself. And that's going to give you that sense of confidence and that sort of like stepping back from a situation so you can really just go for it and achieve what you're trying to get at. So how do you do this? This is what I did. And I don't know if this is, you know, going to work for everybody. But this was my process in building DJ Rosé, who, you know, still lives and thrives with me today, just not so much in a pandemic. I first thought about what should she be like? What are her qualities? She's fearless. She's energetic. She's bossy. She's, you know, whatever it is that you're looking for. And then what's her superpower, right? So what's the one quality that stands out most to you? And then you feel yourself kind of step into her, right? So maybe that's a routine that you build that allows you, like I did with my hair, makeup, and picking out a quote-unquote costume, right, right, or outfit. That was my routine that helped me step into her. And then you visualize her kicking ass before the big event or day. Now, this step, visualization, is probably the most important step Mm -hmm. in the process. I'm not sure if everybody uses this. Obviously, I'm sure you guys have heard other thought leaders and meditation experts talk about visualization, but you can use visualization in so many different ways in your life. And for me, 
visualizing a happy crowd cheering, dancing, jumping up and down at the end of a big performance, nothing makes me feel more confident than that if I have any of those nerves or butterflies in my stomach. I guess maybe for me, I tend to sometimes have trouble with visualizing and I think it is easier said than done, but it's thinking about like, okay, what's the, how big is the room? How, what faces can you see? Are your friends in the audience? Stuff like that can really help. For sure. Yeah. Like the more specific you can get with the visualization, the better. So I think sometimes even stepping into your routine, getting in your outfit, doing your hair and makeup, looking in the mirror, giving yourself a little nod like you got this and maybe then doing your visualization can also help because you can actually see yourself the way that you look now and picture that in the moment. Yeah. I'm actually reading this book right now. Have you heard of the book Limitless? I haven't. Well, shout out to Mike. Our podcast producer actually recommended it to me. It's very interesting. It's about brain health. Some of you guys probably already know this. I'm a total brain nerd. That's right up our alley. Anything that's going to make my brain better, I'm here Mm -hmm. for it. And the author always pictured himself as an X-Men. He had like a brain injury as a child. It was hard for him to learn to read. He overcame a lot of adversity in his life. And it's funny, like that was something that he just naturally did. And you're hearing about all these other performers doing that too. I mean, he's not a performer, right? He's an author. But this helped him take his life to the next level. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. I think it makes sense. You know, it's like we're only human. We have good days. We have bad days. But like stepping into this alter ego can help you just be a little bit more consistent. I mean, it can even be something where you just tell yourself before you walk into that meeting and you're looking in the mirror like you got this, you know, whatever your alter ego's name is. That's the most fun part, too, right? You got to give her a name. Yeah. And I think especially right now, anxiety and stress, it tends to come in waves, but it does linger. It's not like you're stressed for five minutes and then you're fine, maybe in the short run, but having these little tricks to help you sort of overcome that and manage those fears and that stress, it's so helpful. Tell me a little bit about the psychology behind it. For sure. So creating an alter ego is actually a form of self-distancing. So if any of you guys have ever been in therapy, obviously I have for many years in my life, it's kind of like how therapists ask you to think about giving advice to yourself like you would give to a best friend, right? You know how you're always nicer to your best friend than you are to yourself? Yes. So we're definitely our biggest critics. Exactly. So it's a similar kind of concept there where creating this alter ego allows you to step outside of yourself for a moment so you can get away from some of that anxiety and fear. So when you self-distance, you actually shift your perspective and then you're further from those strong emotions. Does that make sense? It really does. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been studied actually a number of times and it actually shows that confidence increases with the use of an alter ego or referring to yourself in third person or thinking about your experience in third person, which in turn boosts performance, which is crazy, right? So what I mean about the third person thing is, you know, if you're not ready yet to take the leap all the way into alter ego territory, this is kind of like talking to yourself like, okay, Mia, you have this big presentation. Uh, You are presenting a whole business plan to your business school about, you know, X, Y, and Z. And you're going to talk to yourself in third person before that. You give yourself a pep talk, basically. Have you ever done that before? I've been like, you got this because I also used to play tennis in high school. So before I'd go into matches, I would like blast 
hardcore music and I would be like, you got this, you can do it. It's just a match. You know all the strokes. That's all you need. And I would talk myself into becoming more confident. And I really do think it is so helpful. And it's not as weird as it sounds. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's not after you do it once or twice. It's actually not weird at all. And then I think after you do it, you know, regularly for like a couple of weeks, a month, it becomes a habit. And yep. I do it sometimes and I don't even, it's like not even a thought process, right? I'm so used to giving myself a pep talk, just like how a best friend would give you a pep talk. So it now becomes second nature to me. Okay, Mia, you used yes. to do this in high school, but can we make a new alter ego for you? I mean, I already have DJ Rosé. I feel like she might need some editing yeah. since I'm not really DJing anymore. <laughs> but what about you? Let's make one for you. Yeah, I've kind of been simmering on it. So I always joke and I've convinced a ton of people as a joke. I always tell them after that, like, RBG is my great aunt. Because they always ask me, like, oh, are you related to Ruth Bader Ginsburg? <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, she's my great aunt. And they're like, really? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so uh, my alter ego, I guess, I'd be like a mini RBG, but I'd be MHG. My middle name's Hannah. And um, did you see that movie about her life, I haven't, by the way? but it's on my list. I need to watch what? it. Oh, my God. How have you not? I think there's like two. I think I saw one of them. I'm not sure which, but highly recommend. I can look it up for you later. If you guys are interested, just DM me and yeah. I'll share it. Totally think you need to watch that if you're going to be a mini Ruth Bader <laughs> So, Ginsburg. I mean, I'm studying business, but realistically, eventually, I'd love to use this knowledge to go into something regarding social impact. And I know this is a long time down the line, but being able to, like, channel that, channel that energy that I would have would help me, I think, create space in the business world, especially, like, for women and people who have in the past been underrepresented in business. I think to be able to do that... I guess that would be my alter ego, would be like a boss babe who's just really like crushing it in certain industries. And it makes sense to follow someone who's like a role model in your industry or in the industry that you're hoping to crack, right? I think mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. I don't really have like someone who I'm trying to be like right now, but maybe should we call instead of DJ Rose, should my alter ego be Miss Rose? Ooh. Lady Rose. Lady Rose? Oh, no, I don't know. That sounds, I don't know. That sounds a little hookery, right? I don't know. Wait, Lady Rose, is she wearing so. clothes? I think you sound like royalty. What are you talking you about? <laughs> I don't know. That makes me nervous. I don't want to seem too over the top. I'm already like such a pain in the ass. I'm not low maintenance. Let's be real. Okay. So Wait. I don't want to go over the top. You're talking to the most high maintenance person ever. So Me? No, oh, me. You? Okay. Oh my God. I thought you just dissed me on some no. babe. I was like, what babe? Never. <laughs> I'm teasing. I wouldn't even really care because I know like a babe who's high maintenance should just own some of that high maintenance, right? Oh, I'm so proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. But wait, Mia, seriously, what is my new alter ego going to be called? Let's just go with Miss Rose. Miss Rose. I Rosé. like that. Okay, because I'm not married, so it has to be Ms. Rose. <laughs> or should it be like Ms.? Like, you know, as you see people doing like M-I-Z-Z now. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. spicy. Can we actually like pull the audience, guys? If anybody has ideas on what my new alter ego should be named, please send them to us. Wait, text, text us. us. Text us. We <laughs> always want to text with you guys, so text us anyway. 917-540-7949. Yes. 
1-800-849-9849. And if you're making your own alter ego, text us. Like, we want to know about it. We want to cheer on your yes. alter ego. We want to be a part of this, this with you. This is our journey all together. Okay. I wrote down some ideas for mine, though. Okay. So <laughs> my new alter ego, Ms. Rosé, for working title, <laughs> has abs and skips Whoa. dessert. She's able to help and inspire thousands of women through Sup Babe, which, you know, we're getting there. She is unbothered, okay, like never flustered, and always gets all of her most important work done and is not working till 10 p.m. most nights like last night. <laughs> what? That never happened. That um, <laughs> never happens. And she is never too tired to date. She's like the Energizer oh Bunny. I feel like I'm the laziest person, <laughs> and it's always just like I'd rather lay in bed. Wait, but I was thinking, okay, so you said has abs and skips dessert, but how cool would it be if you could have abs and have dessert? Oh my God, 100%. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, totally agree with you. By the way, just to clarify, I didn't mean skip dessert every day. My goal is just <laughs> to skip dessert every other day. Okay, okay so fine. there was not no dessert in the future of my new alter ego, just less dessert than is currently in my life. Some dessert. <laughs> we support you eating dessert every once in a while. Treat yourself, babe. How about like dessert one day and then like fruit for dessert the next day? That's that crazy. works too. I think okay. that's fair and also still a pretty good compromise. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. Seriously, if you like this episode, please consider sharing it on Instagram. Tag us. Write the name of your new alter ego. We would love to meet her. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Leave us five stars if you get a moment. We would be oh so grateful. You can add us on Instagram at DJ Nicole Rose, at Sub Babe Pod, and at Mia Gins. And we hope we brightened your day. But that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays and Wednesdays in the morning to Sub Babe, your one stop shop for living your best life. XOXO. XOXO.